usually the only thing that's going on on Sunday is church. Oh, right. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. So what a lot of people are starting to do, they're tapping into up and coming churches. Yeah. Who, who need space. are looking to not have overhead because at the end of the day, I know this is a touchy subject, but church is a business. It is. So they want to be able to keep some money, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't want to be paying thousands and thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. my only 20 members because yep. I'm growing. But if I can rent your space for yep. $200, mm-hmm. there you go. Now this event space owner is loving it. It's like, because no one's in here anyway, but I'm still paying. Exactly. I'm I got to pay this lease every month. Exactly. So why not? But that's like ways to leverage mm-hmm. your overhead. Multiple streams of income. We hear about it and see references to it all the time. But what does it really mean? Do you really need them? And better yet, how do you get them? Join us on this journey as we become stream chasers through raw, transparent discussions on everyday business happenings and have deep dive conversations with entrepreneurs and other stream chasers that are straight up doing it. Get your pen, phone, or notepad, whatever it is, grab it and lock in. It's payday. I'm getting paid to learn how to run a business. Rather do things when I want and how I want and get paid more or some office job. Oh, so you are after something. And what's that? Freedom. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode on the Stream Chasers Show. You got myself, Kaylin. And I'm Candace. And we're glad that you're here joining us on another episode. Um, we got something a little different for y'all today. We, we we did this a lot in season one or a few times in season one. Yeah. Where it's just us. We, you know, we take command of the show and just, mm-hmm. just uh, you know, just talk about our own things yes. and some of our own topics that's intriguing us at the moment. Yes. And that's what we got on hand for y'all today. Before we uh, get into all what's been going on in the business world of things, what's been going on with you in your personal world? Oh. Everything and nothing all at all at the same time. I'm supposed to go to Denver for work next week. Oh. I was excited at first. Now I'm not so much excited. Like now that it has crept up on me, I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I could not go. I could, you know, give this to somebody else on my team, but I didn't want to inconvenience anybody else at the last minute. So mm. I'm gonna go. But like, we haven't been to work for two years. So like, I don't have work clothes. So like this weekend, mm. oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go to like get some clothes to wear to this conference for three days. I was like, oh. Mm. And then I still like am up in the air about whether Anthony's gonna go because our original okay. plan was that he was gonna go with me. You know, the government paying for you to go, you might as well yeah. buy a ticket for your spouse, let and them fly free, right? Nice make it a thing. thing. But um, and then his grandmother's gonna come stay at the house with the kids, so it's probably fine either way. But because I was up in the air, he was up in the air. It was mm-hmm. just a mess. Okay. But other than that, you know, life is good. <laughs> That's good. How are you? Uh, life has been busy. Mm-hmm. But good, I, I could say good. Um, but yeah, y'all know it's pretty much getting the space together, the whole nine. And I was just talking uh, to a friend a few nights ago, and I was saying this: this would be my advice, like my okay. lesson learned for for me, but like other people, like never underestimate the amount of work oh, mm-hmm. that has to go into any project <laughs> even if you because like and the reason i say that is because i thought it was small because you know the the space overall is like around thousand square feet okay and it was pretty much already built up 
you yeah. know, so we didn't have to come in and put up walls or your standard traditional build out that right. you would see like a storefronts and it's an empty shell yeah. and you got to start from scratch. Right. right. You know, so we were already working with something, but then when I tell you, it's like, don't matter. Cause you still <laughs> see like every little thing that has to be done where there's like plumbing Oh. And then, uh, you know, you, you want something to switch or, you know, you want the water to flow a certain different way with your, with your water tank oh. and the sink and then getting um, HOA, or, I mean, your, your condo approval from the landlords. Oh. They want to know is your contractor's license, produce the paperwork. Okay. You know, so it's like, I ain't think about, because in oh, my yeah. mind, I'm just thinking a couple paint jobs. Yeah. Put some TVs up. Yeah. Get some flooring and we should be in there. But it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. It's a lot more. So I tip my hat off to people who have done the build out from scratch. Oh, yeah. Because now I, I can really imagine what it's like. And like I said, I was already starting about 35, 40% without that. Yeah. I wonder if it's easier from scratch, though. Possibly. Possibly. Because then, I, well, I think it can probably go either way. Yeah. It's probably easier on some ways in terms of like looks like a house probably yeah. if you get your house built like i want power here there yeah and then you can design it the too. way you want it yeah. but then also um could be a lot because then on the contractors yeah and you're going to pay for oh, it oh it's definitely going to be you because, gonna pay for it. Yeah, yeah because they like oh you want me to fit this whole thing up yeah and then you're dealing with multiple people in there yeah. so i can imagine it's a lot yeah i always i mean I'm always not I don't envious is the wrong word. I am elated for and um, uh, I don't know. It makes me feel very like I'm in awe of people. That's the word I want to use. All of people who open their own spaces. Because mm -hmm. I'd be like, that's a legitimate business. Like when you open, you got your brick and mortar, your storefront. Like I can only imagine yeah. the amount of work mm -hmm. and and just like. It makes it feel real in a way, like not that Ghost Stretch hasn't been real all this time because it had been very much real. Right, I've been very much turning revenue over here, stretching the fe the people out. Right, right, right. right. By the way, I need a referral because I don't refer two people this week. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God, so, talk about those affiliate fees exactly. from that last I, episode. Come on, um, <laughs> but but on top of that, like so, it's like I said, it's been very real this whole time. But the idea that now you're going to open a storefront, which means you have some like liabilities that you got to pay for your rent, your electric, your whatever yeah. every single month. Like that yeah. makes it like another yeah. level of real. Yeah. Yeah. That that definitely. But then it's like going back to like underestimating. <clears throat> so it's like um, I, I was telling like so, you know, if you buy something in your house, like yeah. you like um, just to say wall decor or something okay. like you like this frame. Okay. And, and you're thinking that, you know, if it's for your house, this will look great in my family room. Right. You go store, you buy that one. Yeah. The thing is, like, you know, when you're doing, like, the office, like, everything is multiples. Yeah. So, it's like, you like this frame? By five. That's times three, times yeah. four. You need trash cans? Times seven. Yeah. Like, and, like, literally just this just this week, a couple of days ago. So, so like, now we're in the, the part of... um doing the whole like i guess you can call it, like fitting up like okay the decorating so like the hard part is out done. the way pretty okay. much done good but now it's still the admin stuff you need uh you know the wi-fi yeah 
you need, you know, you're making sure your phone stuff is set up, yeah. and all the admin stuff, in, in turn, in, in addition to decorations and equipment and stuff like yeah. that. But like just this week, I was like, shoot, you need trash cans. Not only trash cans, you need trash bags. You know, you trash need them everywhere. Bags. All the things. Yeah. All, all the things. So then I was counting and I was like, this can't be right. I need to buy seven <laughs> trash cans. Yeah. And it's like, in what world am I buying seven trash cans uh-huh. of possibly the same thing just to go? But it's like stuff like that. And that's where I say like underestimating. Yeah. Door handles. It's like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like time seven. So yeah. it's like a lot in, in terms of that, like just, uh-huh. just underthinking, you yeah. know, in the beginning. So that would just be my advice to people like, mm-hmm. Don't underestimate because like, again, I went in with the easy mindset, like I'm not getting the whole thing done. It's only a thousand square feet. It's easy. Yeah. You were thinking in big blocks rather than like the small individual pieces. Yeah. 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 I could see that. I will also say if you have time, like, I don't know what, what day you're trying to schedule your opening for, but if you have time, like there are websites online that do like wholesale selling stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like Webstaurant store is one they sell. It's an online web store for restaurants, but really you can outfit any space with Mm. the things that they have. And they sell a lot of things wholesale, like so that you don't have to go to Lowe's and buy retail seven trash cans. Cause it's a thing. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I I use them for a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's Mm -hmm. what's up. So, so that's, that's a little bit about what we've been up to, but, um, kind of Candace didn't hit on it now and I'm going to put her on the spot a little bit, Oh, oh no! but, um, y'all have heard in probably the past three to four episodes mm-hmm. that Candace has talked about putting together the workshop class Oh yeah, and everything. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, it started going back to, if we Last go back year? to March, okay. though, when we had, if y'all check us out on Instagram lives, when we met with our oh, small we, business, mm-hmm. um, what, what business. is the official title? So I want to get it right. The regional director for the small business development center, the Southern Maryland small business development center. Yes. When, when Briscoe mm-hmm. and it's still on our Instagram, you can check that out, but it started with her just kind of giving Candace the confidence, the, the motivation, like, mm-hmm. If you're thinking big, then you got to roll with it. If you yeah. got the plan down, you got to roll with it. So Candace made the large purchase yeah, I did. Of, of brooms and, yep. and equipment. And the equipment. So she can get ready to start these workshop classes. Yes. And let me tell you something. I have learned a lot. Talking about lessons learned. So let's start back. Let me. So y'all know I'm I am a spooky Christian lady. Like I love Jesus. <laughs> and that's just what it is. And so. Um, I, when we had that conversation with when in March, right? Mm-hmm. March is like the beginning of wedding season. Like people okay. who are about to get married in April are ordering their brooms in March and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, man, I'm gonna order all these brooms that I'm having for like 10 years, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna order them yeah. because the price is just given like, you should order this. Right. Right. So I did it. Um, I've learned a lot about how to, uh, buy things wholesale, like mm-hmm. just in that process, how to case pack things, like the, <laughs> I keep getting this email. Uh, last week I was getting this email all week long from this guy who was like, "Have you filed your ISF? The barge is on the way." And I was like, "I don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, it's a that. form for yeah. customs that you have to file, uh. and most people pay for a broker to do it. Okay, but you can do it yourself. Right, it just depends right. on how many shipments you're gonna have. Okay. Rather, gotcha. it's like, gotcha. it, is it agriculture? Is it? It was just like a whole <laughs> thing. So. I've been figuring that out this week, but going back to my spooky Christian lady, like I did this, 
I have been getting my brooms for a decent price um, from a uh, an Asian based store in New York for like the last two or three years. Mm. Right. They were the cheapest place I found them online. I think I was paying like six ninety nine each. So about seven dollars a broom, mm. which is cheap compared to I think when I first started this, I was paying somewhere in the neighborhood of like. 12 to 13 dollars a room right so finding them at seven dollars was like bad you know what i'm saying and i just been giving them all my business i did reach out once and try to like see if i could do a like relationship with them to get that Mm -hmm. price cut down i don't want to say that they weren't interested i'll say that they didn't return my call about that but you know if you know anything about like asian run businesses a lot of times they tend to be family owned a lot of times by immigrants so they may not have understood what i was talking about so (laughs) you know i just gave the benefit of i just kept buying and then when he pushed me to do this buy so i say that to say last week i the the from end to end, so from Vietnam to here, mm-hmm. it takes 40 days for that barge to get here. Mm-hmm. So it's not here yet. It should be here in the next couple weeks. Um, and in the meantime, I've been ordering the way I always order through the Asian store. Mm-hmm. So last week sometime, I went on their website to buy another 10 brooms because the orders, it's mid-wedding season. The mm-hmm. orders is booming. And um, the, I saw the broom, but I was like, where's the add to cart button? Mm. Like, I couldn't find the add to cart button. I thought my computer was stripping. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. loading right. So I went to the homepage to try to, like, refresh it to do what it needs to do. And there was this big banner on the bottom of the homepage that was like, um, hello, if you order from us, we're going to refund your order. Our store burned down last week. Mm. So, oh, wow. and there was these pictures from the New York Post. Um, I guess the apartment building so they're in Chinatown the apartment building that's on top of the building caught on fire the stairwell and like the whole thing like went up and I was like oh my god that was like it was crazy right and I I stared at it for a long time so first of all I'm in panic mode because I got these orders I need to fill how I'm gonna fill those right so when I tell you this has been paying hand over hand for brooms because (laughs) there are not many vendors who have them and so now the vendors who have them you paying like seventeen, eighteen dollars a broom, not right, too they many, can now. because they can, and even right. and they probably were anyways, and not to mention the post office went up on their shipping fees. Mm. So most people who ship these long packages ship via the post office because it's been cheapest. Mm. But the, um, as of January, the post office did this thing where they're charging a non-standard length fee now. Mm. So they're adding fifteen dollars to every package, and it's just like it got crazy. Oh, so. Yeah. I mean, I paid last week. I bought some brooms and I think I ended up paying by the time you added in shipping and all that stuff. I think I ended up paying like $20 a broom, which is crazy. Like, Mm. I like, but I have to because I'm in. But imagine if I had not bought from Wynn or bought the wholesale purchase on Wynn's advice on her push because then I would just be stuck for the rest of this wedding season. In fact, there was a girl who I used to buy undecorated brooms from because, you know, a part of buying this $1,000 is opening up different ways. So I got the workshop I'm working on. I got different types of brooms I'm going to be doing. And then um, I'm also doing this thing where I'm going to film a video shoot of a tutorial of me doing a broom Mm -hmm. so that people can buy an undecorated broom with a tutorial and do it themselves, right? That's your thing. You want DIY. So, but there's a lady I used to buy undecorated brooms from even her shop is gone. Like the few competitors Mm. that I had on Etsy, a lot of them have Mm. taken their shops down, which leads me to think they must've been getting their brooms from the same place. Gotcha. So now it's like me and one other lady left selling brooms. I don't know what her broom situation is. So I don't know if she's like wholesaling or if she happened to buy a lot from Mm -hmm. the discount store when she, and so she just got some, Mm. but it's like, it's scarce out here. So, like the idea of even being able to sell brooms is now a bigger idea since 
the person who I would have been competing against at seven dollars a broom is no longer in business. Right. Gotcha. It's been it's been a lot. So between working with the customs people, mm-hmm. the burnt down building, trying to mm. piece together brooms until the barge gets here in yeah. two weeks. So like it has been absolute crazy town. Yeah, I can't imagine. Because brides don't want to hear I don't got a broom. Yeah. Because the store yeah. burned down. They don't want to yeah, hear that. They don't care. It's not no, their problem. Not their problem at all. I, I actually considered taking the shop down for mm-hmm. a little bit until the barge gets here just because I'm paying so much for brooms in this moment. But I still make a profit. So it's it's more the logistics mm-hmm. that's more frustrating than anything because the new buyer or the new sellers that I'm getting them from don't have the same um, handling time. Got you. That got the other you. one. So, like, I could order from KK Discount and know that the brooms would be on my doorstep in two days. Right. These ones taking like a week right. and a half. So right. it's like, okay, I don't know. It's yeah. frustrating, but I am grateful and thankful that I took the push from when when I took it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I pretty much might have to be on hold. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 true. It's like one of them things like. When you see it, you can't hesitate. You just yeah, gotta you just go. got to do it. Gotta... And I've been hesitating for years. Yeah. So it's like the fact that I finally took the leap. And and now with all of this being said, right? So now we know I'm working on the workshop. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, the brooms that I'm doing. I'm now going to be like one of the primary providers, not only for undecorated brooms for brides, but probably for a lot of the shops that we're selling and don't have brooms anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um with all of that being said, mm-hmm. I feel like while I thought that I was going to have this shipment for 10 years, mm-hmm. it's feeling a little bit more like three and a half at oh, this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. That's cool. We'll that's kind of where you want to be. Yes, and we will see if my husband let me quit my job. Yeah, that's where you want to be. <laughs> that's where you want to be. Yeah. So, so so going back to the whole, um, you know, the the workshop. So, so, so we had talked about before offline. Yeah. You know, um, you have some ideas with some of the content creation. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that led me to think about some some things and, you know, want to kind of get into this. I'm sure a lot of the stream chases out there have gone through this, mm-hmm. whether you are in business or looking at things as just a consumer. Mm-hmm. But um, a good thing, like we're just talking about content creators. So you have a lot of photographers. And if you're in the DMV area... There's not one person that doesn't know at least three photographers or videographers. Uh So it's like, how do you go about choosing, Uh you know, that photographer without sliding, you know, your friend Uh or whatever? And it's something that we've talked about several times on this podcast Uh with uh, Mike, Tiff. Yeah. Um. a few of our guests, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And and it's like, you know, on one hand, we see it all the time out here on Instagram. It's like support, support, support. Yeah. You know, this and that. But it's like, it's one thing if, if um, you know, you hang TVs. Yeah. And, you you know, you might not see that many people. Who hang TVs. Who hang TVs. So right. it's like, of course, I'm going to support you. Right. But when you're doing photography, mm-hmm. just because... Person A does photography. Mm-hmm. Who's your friend? Mm-hmm. Person B mm-hmm. might be a little bit better or match your brand. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about going to person B mm-hmm. over person A who might be in your circle? You know, I think um, 
you just have to first of all when you're doing something for your business it has to be for your business it has to be business first that's a jump right there yeah that's a i just jump. think it has to be business first like they're running a business you're running a business mm-hmm. and and although you may know them personally and they may be a friend personally like both of you have to just know that it's business first right you would hope that they know that uh, but you you can't count on what they know and what they gonna feel because mm-hmm. people have feelings mm-hmm. what you have to know is that it's business first and that is not personal the other thing is i think that you know you say people be online and be like support 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 like define support you know what i mean like because support isn't always me coming mm-hmm. to you yeah for business yeah especially in the area of like business that that is um around aesthetics mm-hmm. you know the way i see something like i always say your best bet with a photographer specifically or a videographer is to choose someone who matches your style up front mm-hmm. like so when you're going to go you're looking at videos you're looking at their videos their promo videos on their website all that kind of stuff like if you got three people right two of them mm-hmm. are your friend one of this persons is just a person who matches your brand style like you mm-hmm. really are intrigued by them that means something you know yeah. you don't know this person from jack yeah. but their style caught your eye right and it's because it matches something aesthetically pleasing that you like the problem would be with going to your friend sally and trying to get sally to mimic that aesthetic sally yeah. has her own aesthetic you know what i'm saying and the way she films mm-hmm. how she edits all of those things are things that are pleasing to her and trying to get her to be him mm-hmm. it just ain't gonna happen yep. so you yeah. gotta like be down for sally's style if you're gonna book sally no if sally is within your aesthetic within your dollar frame because that's another other thing right if sally's yeah. within your yeah, dollar frame and within your aesthetic book sally support sally you know shout sally's name from the rooftops but mm-hmm. like if sally ain't if she ain't it she ain't it yeah now that's true and it's like i know i've grown some because it's like i used to if i reached out to someone for a quote mm-hmm. like part of me would be blown like i'm talking about a friend yeah or something a part of me would be blown because i felt like I had to do it now. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it's like, they well, gave me the quote, now I gave me do. the quote, and this is my <laughs> friend, and I'm locked in. I got to yeah. do it, but it's like you said. But then, after after some time, it's like, you know, you just get more mature. Yeah. And it's like, like you said it, so perfect. It's like, you got to look at it like business is business. Mm-hmm. Like, we can still be cool, be friends. Yeah. But like you said, and sometimes it might not be in my price range. Yeah. You know, like, I might really want you. It might not even be so much that person. This and the next person is better, uh-huh. but it could just be. Hey, I can't afford your services right yeah, now. I like, appreciate uh, it, but who? Who? Um, what is the young lady we had on the second episode? I, her name Casey. Casey. Oh, Casey yes. has a wonderful yeah. aesthetic. Like yeah. a lot of people would love to yeah. work with Casey. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't fold Casey. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't fold her. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. Casey's a great example. Yeah, Casey's a great example because <laughs> if, if if she could, it's like on one hand, if she wanted to, she could be booked and busy every day because everybody yeah. would be going to her but then yeah at her expense of mm-hmm. happiness burnt out yes. because she charging such a low price exactly exactly yeah. and i'm not gonna ask her to lower her price because i'm her friend of course not yeah of course so not. that's her price you know yeah. the price is the price that's what uh <laughs> if joe said the price is going up Pat, the price yeah. today is not the price tomorrow so it's okay yeah. now and that's another thing like just asking people your friends specifically to do things in their business that you wouldn't ask somebody else to do. Oh yeah. You know, like you said, because, because we're friends, they just automatically assume Mm -hmm. that, 
oh, well, well, they're they're more comfortable. Not necessarily they assume that mm-hmm. it will be done, but they're more comfortable mm-hmm. to say, Candace, can I just get, you know, the family friend discount off yeah. of the broom? When they know they would not ask Joanne Fabrics. Yeah. They, the they would not walk into that register. Yeah. And be and, like. And be like, hey, can you look out? <laughs> but it's like, that that's another problem in it its is. own. And, and if you're running a business, my honest opinion is that you shouldn't not only should you not ask for the family and friend discount but like if somebody's trying to give you a family and friends discount i would honestly ask for the full price like let me pay you the full price and i'm gonna tell you why because oftentimes discounted prices come with discounted services Mm-hmm. So I don't want mm-hmm. you to be laid back about the deliverables. I don't mm-hmm. want you to be laid back about your editing. I don't want you to be laid back about when I get it, how you film it, what camera you use. Mm-hmm. I want, if I'm doing something for my business, I want the best and the brightest. I want to look at the promo video that's on your website and think I'm going to get a comparable thing or whatever mm-hmm. it is that we're buying. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, if you're doing flooring, I want to make sure the flooring is wonderful, right. That it's the way right. it's, it's laid the way it's supposed to be. Right. I don't want to walk in here. My tiles are sliding because you gave me the family and friends <laughs> and you use the cheap grout right, right. in order to, to substantiate the family uh, and friends right so give me the full price let me yeah. decide that yeah. it's too much or not too much because yeah. you i don't i don't want it yeah yeah no i'm, I'm real big on that yeah. um, one because you understand it a lot differently yeah. if you have a business i agree um some people might not be able to grasp that if they're always a consumer yes you know, I but, would agree. but it's like, yeah, it's, um, so we have a friend and it was like one time I needed a COVID test. Oh, okay. And like, I went to the website and I saw like, just to say like COVID tests are only available Tuesday to Thursday. Okay. 12 to three. Okay. But it's like, I wanted it, but I was like, I'm not even going to text or hit the person up and yeah. be like, hey, can you make, uh, you know, an exception a, a, for an me. exception that you can slide me in after at 3.30, right before y'all leave. Yeah. I'm not even going to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I respect the business enough. Yeah. But it's like a lot of people would have no problem. Like, hey, yeah. get me in there. Yeah. I mean, now, if your friend extends the invitation to you, you know what I'm saying? Then that's a difference. That's different, right? Like, if your friend says, hey, y'all, group, on, the, on the group if chat. If you ever need If you after, ever need one, yeah. after 3.30, I'm available. Like, cool. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. Got it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, otherwise, I'm going to respect the business. I Oftentimes, like, if I need something from someone, for example, um, when it came to this workshop that we were just, mm-hmm. that I was, um, that I'm working on, uh, it's supposed to be on the 22nd, by the way, y'all. Um, yeah, I want to get into that a little more. Yeah, but when it came to the workshop, right, I was looking for a space to host the workshop in. We've had Chico on the show. Y'all right. know Chico got 17,000 spaces across yeah. the DMV. Yeah, like he literally just opened another one. Yeah, like, like it's like every other week. Exactly, <laughs> he, he opened one. another one. So I'm like, I could definitely text Chico on the side and say, hey, can I get in one of them places? But I don't abuse my friend because I, I feel like that's an abuse of friendship and an yes. abuse of like my relationship or my connection with them. So I go through the standard process, right? I go in the front door, I do whatever, and I say, okay, I'm, I'm looking for XYZ thing. And then when he picks it up, right? Mm-hmm. Because his manager tells him, hey, these are the people who are looking to book a space this week. If he decides to do something special on his own accord, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But like, I'm going in the same way everybody else go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just the way it go. That's the way it gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it gotta be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so um so you said what's the date on that? Um May twenty second. 
Rachel. I'm thinking about postponing it. Postponing it. <laughs> Only because I picked the date before I had I was fully aware of how long it takes for the barge to come in. Okay. So like I might be pressing it. You know what I mean? And given the current broom situation mm-hmm. in the area, it's like, ooh, I might not be, I don't know that I want to, the profit margin on this event is already slim. I'm not really doing it for the profit margin at this point. I'm doing it to see if I can do it and try some things out. So it's a test. So I'm not really worried about too much, but I don't want to run an event in the red Mm -hmm. because that's dumb. So given that the profit margin is already slim, the profit margin included materials at my price, at my expense Mm. with the brooms that I had. Mm. Given that the barges run a little behind, I'm like, I don't know that I want to try to, one, try to logistically source brooms Mm -hmm. from across the United States at this point. And then two, I also don't know that I want to cut into the profit margin like that because it really, that that price difference, because wholesale at this point, I'm paying like $3 per broom. And that's including the specialty boxes that I Mm -hmm. Mm ordered. So... Um, I don't know that I want to basically get rid of my profit margin. Got you. Just for the listeners out there that, you know, might be aspiring entrepreneurs. Okay. Can you get into a little mm-hmm. bit more of like the profit margin and how you came up with like your profit margin? Um, Sure. So the ticket price for this event is $190, right? So the way I started to build the ticket price, which then we'll go into the profit margin, right? The way I started to build the ticket price was first with the materials that they need to walk away with. So a broom, if you just buy one on my website is 110. So it doesn't make any sense, first of all, for a person to pay less than 110 for a broom Mm -hmm. because that's just what a broom costs, right? But when you get into the materials, how much the broom costs, how much the flowers cost, there's glue sticks because you gotta think small micro not big picture right (laughs) you gotta buy enough first of all i gotta buy at least 10 glue guns because everybody's gonna need their own right you got glue sticks i got these needle nose pliers that everybody's gotta have wire ribbon floral and because these are custom brooms um when a person purchases a ticket they have a chance to tell me what color floral they need for their room so usually i can buy in bulk and wholesale for floral but because i may be buying pockets of blue pockets of purple pockets of pink i'm not gonna be able to do that wholesale buy so it's gonna be basically floral at cost right Mm -hmm. at retail cost so Mm -hmm. floral is a little bit expensive snacks coffee whatever whatever right so all of your like expenses the biggest expense for this because they're paying for their own materials right so that's one part of the ticket price the other price is the actual workshop space mm-hmm. right so i was able to find a workshop space i think that came in at 575 for like six hours or something like that mm-hmm. um so dividing that up amongst the cost of the participants right um i have an intern that's going to be there helping me that day uh to make sure everybody's happy seated all that kind of stuff so her cost her time her labor for those for those hours her gas for getting there my gas for getting there my time right and so all of those things built in divided by 10, the number of people that I plan on selling tickets to, and then building on top of that, what I consider to be a profit margin. So the profit margin I'm running for this event is 15%, Mm -hmm. just to make sure that, because it's the first time I'm doing it, in case anything comes up strange, Mm -hmm. right? So like in case the pliers end up being more expensive or just like the profit margin just provides a little bit of cushion so that everything is not down to the penny, right? Right. Right. And so when I tell you that they're paying for their own materials, right? So if the brooms, I was running the brooms at $3.99 or something like that. So $4 a broom. Now the brooms are $20. Mm -hmm. That's $16 each. 16 times 10, that's $160. 
my profit margin on the event, I think all in the event was like $1,900. So let's say 10% is $190. So 15% is somewhere in the neighborhood of two, four, let's say $230, mm -hmm. something like that. Right, right. right. So $160 is already scratched yeah. off that $230 yeah. if I do this with the yeah. rooms mm -hmm. that cost $20. And I, that's, and that's not unexpected at this point. I know that to be a case. Mm -hmm. That's not accounting for any other unexpected right, thing right, right. that leaves you like 60 bucks right yeah so so the reason why i wanted her to <clears throat> just kind of give a high level view of what a profit margin looks like because again instagram and social media will have a spot i mean people mm -hmm. i'm gonna just say people not even just aspiring entrepreneurs mm -hmm. some people that have been in business for a couple of years who think they know everything that but really don't be knowing right will have you thinking that though you'll see these posts at the end of the year like oh, oh yeah. i generated or or i you know it won't say i generated they'll say like oh i made seven figures sales I'm, or I'm whatever a, i made seven figures mm -hmm. or whatever which is all fine so, like in Candace's case, uh, like she said, a ticket is one ninety. One ninety, right? Times ten. That's yeah, two thousand dollars. So, and she did that every week. Yeah. Of the month, that's four. That's eight thousand dollars times twelve. Ninety six thousand. Right. So she could. So she could say like, "Yeah, I made ninety six thousand dollars just off of." Mm -hmm. Um. And doing, doing an hour, two hour long. Yep. Um. Which you call workshop. it workshop, yeah, or whatever. In addition to all my other streams, uh huh. But then it's just like just making sure. But it's like, what are those expenses? What are the costs? So, on that? so yeah. whether you're doing it for your own business mm -hmm. or feeding into some of these other online business influencers, mm -hmm. don't believe everything don't that believe you see. Yeah, because they're not telling you, especially with these people who have like the clothing lines oh and, yeah and they telling you like oh hey i did a, i did a million dollars and it's like yeah but what's those uh, what's that overhead look like exactly exactly <laughs> and it's important to know you know what i mean because Halen's right like on a two thousand dollar event you know because 190 times 10 right on a, and that's not including like any guest tickets right so on a two thousand dollar event nobody would be expecting you to clear 160 dollars mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying that's not what they're looking for 230 dollars mm -hmm. they're looking that you're gonna clear much more than that but the truth of the matter is the materials are expensive the space is expensive now could i run a long-term relationship with this venue and book her every every other saturday and she give me a discount absolutely right mm -hmm. we can probably work something out once i have an idea of the kind of floral that will be in the room can i get bulk absolutely and start cutting mm -hmm. away great but it's not but it's not given what needs to be gave and don't be um also don't be fooled by people like showing you their sales reports and stuff because yeah. you got to know what the numbers are that you look like when i log into my etsy dashboard yeah if the people buy the tickets for the thing it will tell you hey sis congratulations like look how much money you've made right right, right. but what it doesn't show you is how much money I expensed. Like, they don't know mm -hmm. how much I purchased for brooms unless I put it in there. They don't know how much money I spent on floral. They don't know what I pay my intern. They don't know any of that. They can just tell you how much money you ran through their system. Mm -hmm. That's it. So it would be easy for me to pull up my Etsy and show y'all, even just as of this year, oh, I've made 40 Gs doing brooms. Like, look at that. But that's not the truth of the matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, just want to put this out there. And so the average profit margin in the United States is only 7.7%. I'm about to say, I, and my profit margin is like double what normal yeah, people yeah. do. Yeah, so, so, I mean, 
it, as long as it makes sense for whatever you're doing. So I typically do if I'm doing something uh, or pricing out something, I'll make sure I do twenty to thirty five percent. Oh, you you ain't or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but it makes sense. Yeah, like I, I'm, I can justify yeah the cost or okay. the price of whatever it is. Yeah. So and so that's just the way I'll do it. You right. know what I'm saying? But again, when you're dealing with some other businesses, like I just said, the average is only seven percent. So again, don't let the people fool you. Yeah, don't that let them fool you. you know that they're making. Or or I had a hundred thousand dollars in sales and I'm walking around with a hundred thousand. Yeah. Just living lovely in my uh-huh. whatever. There are a few businesses that run like light overhead, you know what I'm saying? That don't cost much to mm-hmm. run. So like one of the businesses that I wanna dig into and wanna know more about, um, is the business of um home influencing. I guess that's what I'll call it. So people who are influencers on social media, right? Mm -hmm. But the influences around home stuff. So Um, they're selling vacuum cleaner. Like they got Bissell in their pocket, Home Depot, that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. They tend to make a lot of money. Right, because they ain't paying for the product. Yeah, because they're not paying for the product. (laughs) So there's that inside of them. And then, of course, they get brand deals and all that kind of stuff. But there's also not a lot of overhead, right, behind you know there is some like don't get don't get it confused because a lot of people that you follow on social media that have the really good videos that you like man mm-hmm. you are impressed by it's because they're not filming those on their they iPhone have a whole team. they got a whole team that they gotta pay for and rather they use that team all the time or infrequently you know what I'm saying it matters to their sales and all that kind of stuff so there is some overhead don't get it twisted but there doesn't tend to be as much as like running a traditional business i'm interested in it just because i'm doing stuff around my house anyways i'm like well Mm -hmm. if i'm doing the things but my problem is consistency when it comes to as we learned from hawa and jj last week Mm -hmm. like consistency with the with the socials is like one of Mm -hmm. the number one things like whatever you're gonna do if it's bi-weekly or every month or what it just has to people have to be able to know that it's coming yeah um I got too much going on in my life to be consistent yeah. with posting about yeah. me vacuuming. I just don't yeah. have the time. Yeah. Nah, I, f- I feel you. I feel you on that, that yeah. whole consistency thing. But I want to I want to jump back to something you uh-huh. said um, in terms of um, just like keeping your overhead low. Oh, yeah. You know, because that that's a thing that, and this is that applies to personal and business. If it's a personal life, it's just keeping your expenses yeah. low. If mm-hmm. it's, business keeping your overhead which is essentially is expenses keeping it low <laughs> low but it's like to me that's the key yeah to success it is and it's like really evaluating your business you know because like again it might be operating smoothly but then what does your profit margin look like mm-hmm. you know and it's like dang i didn't i didn't made all this money this month mm-hmm. Only to see $300. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you feel, because you did the work that I should be made seeing $600, $900, whatever yeah. that is, double, triple. So then it's like, you should start evaluating <laughs> your business uh-huh. to see, well, what what it, am I paying for or what things can be eliminated? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might not be something, mm-hmm. but there's always something that can be fine-tuned. Yep. And that's like getting into like, the the strategic aspect of mm-hmm. it, I think, like, all right, well, could I be more efficient mm-hmm. by doing this? And sometimes, and, and it's weird, but sometimes it might be inquiring a little bit more overhead 
that will reduce yeah. something on another plate AKA or something like that. Buying rooms wholesale. Yeah. Right. Like I had to spend money out of pocket. Right. I had to spend thirteen hundred. Well, it actually ends up being somewhere more than that. But thirteen hundred was my deposit down to get the brooms in motion over here. Right. And that's more money than I usually pay. Mm-hmm. Right. Normally I'm paying eight dollars at a pop. Right. Yeah. But putting that in motion, spending that up front gives me a decrease in my overhead for years to come. Mm -hmm. So it's worth it. Another thing that I did personally with my overhead was look to see if there was any other like whenever. So whenever I buy floral for these brooms, I'm buying a lot of floral. Some of it gets used. Some of it doesn't get used. You know, what can I do with the leftover floral? Because that's money I've spent money on. But can I bring that back in home? So that gets Mm -hmm. into like multiple streams of income, seeing if you're your overhead or any of your expenses can be used to generate more income mm-hmm. if you've got leftovers. So if you're a type of person that runs inventory and you've got things sit- sitting around leftovers, what can you do with those leftovers, right? Because I'd rather them generate income than just kind of sit around, right? Mm-hmm. So with that, I make what I call uh, ready-to-purchase brooms. So brooms where I've bought, you, Kaylin, ordered a broom for me, you wanted purple and pink on your broom, but I bought too much purple and pink. Mm-hmm. I may make another broom that's purple, pink, and white and list that as a ready-to-sell broom it wasn't a broom that somebody ordered but i had extra inventory Mm. and i can turn that ten dollars of extra flowers into another hundred dollar order just by doing it so so when you say floral you're talking about like flowers yeah so i just thought about because like something when you have those extras could you upsell them and be like people that purchase this one also purchase this and have like ready to go flower girl baskets so what's funny about that is I actually just did my first set of flower girl baskets on a mm. toss bouquet okay. last week. Oh. So I had a bride who bought a broom and was like, I would like matching flower girl baskets and a toss bouquet. Okay. I was very upfront with her and be like, listen, sis, I've never done these things before. Uh-huh. Okay. Now I've been working with, with silk floral for like six years now. So I know how to manipulate it. And I think that I can accomplish what it is that you're asking me to do. And I've been thinking about doing it, Mm -hmm. but I just hadn't had the time Mm. to actually commit to doing it. So last week was my test run when (laughs) I did hers. And actually I don't think it would be a, bad ordeal i would probably stay away from the baskets first because mm-hmm. the cost of baskets is another cost that you're it's introducing mm-hmm. right i would probably go with what we call in toss bouquet so you know people toss the garter instead of tossing their nice two thousand dollar bouquet that's made of real flowers that they mm-hmm. got they get a separate one that's kind of similar looking um in theme and they toss that it's silk is lighter it flies faster farther all of that kind of stuff so i would probably turn those into toss bouquets mm-hmm. because that's not an exp thinking as a bride now right as a consumer um not a lot of brides specifically look for that but if they were presented with the option mm-hmm. they would buy it yeah and because uh, I, I generally they're real yes. these things are real flowers but like what's the name of the flowers oh that the, the boutonnieres yeah, yeah, like those, if they just might just say, I want all my stuff to be matching. Yep. Like, if they got a, a, a specific color. And the real and, ones don't and, look good in pictures, if I'm honest. I mean, they look okay. <laughs> yeah, because they the started getting done, raggedy, everybody hugging you. Yeah, they get everybody smushed, hugging yeah. you. They don't have any water source. So, like, they start to, like, wilt. If you ever yeah. seen, like, a father's, like, the father bride, by the end of the day, his joint, like, hanging. Because yeah. they just, after a while, they die. So, People do do uh, yeah, silk, yeah. So that's just silk. another yeah. thing. But that's like a way, like we're saying this, where we're getting on using your helping, inventory. We're talking about cutting your costs, yes. But then 
if you can't really cut the cost, how can you leverage leverage some of those yep. expenses or overhead to make more? Exactly. You see this a lot in event spaces. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily event spaces, but businesses who have Ad a spaces. primary thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then it's like, hey, well, I'm not in this building on Sundays. Yeah. Here you go. Might as well let somebody else use it. Here you go. There's a, I think it's called Peer Space. Is that what it is? Yes, that's the the website the app, that has yeah. like all these event spaces. And yeah, stuff. and a lot of those event spaces are literally just people who have businesses who run hours from this to this, and then after they leave for the day, I'm okay with somebody else using this space because mm-hmm. it might as well make money if I'm not going to be here. Yeah, yeah, and w- like, and if you have a space, one of the one of the clutch things, and I got a friend who has just done it with his uh, space. Mm-hmm. But it's like most people Sundays is the dead, oh, okay. the dead day. I mean, not, I hate to say it like that, but it's just like people want to be relaxed. Yeah, sitting home, sitting at home. So no one's not that many people are having like birthday events or yeah. those type of events. Usually, the only thing that's going on on Sunday is church. Oh right, oh or whatever. Yeah. So what a lot of people are starting to do, they're tapping into up and coming churches. Yeah, who, who need space are looking to not have overhead because at the end of the day, I know this is a touchy subject, but church is a business. It is. So they want to be able to keep some money, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't want to be paying thousands thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. my only 20 members because yep. I'm growing. But if I can rent your space for yep. $200, mm-hmm. there you go. Now this event space owner is loving it. like, cause no one's in here anyway, but I'm still paying. Exactly. I'm I got to pay this lease every month. Exactly. So why not? But that's like ways to leverage mm-hmm. your overhead again. I saw there's a, and I don't know, I think it's on Kickstarter. So I'm not sure if it's a viable app at the moment, but there's even a, um, an app for like photographers and videographers to like lease their. Now this is touchy because you know, your equipment costs you a lot of money. Is so it called you, Kisplit? Maybe so. I can't remember the name of it, but basically you could let somebody lease your equipment to use it. So an influencer of sort who needs to shoot a nice video, yeah. they doing it themselves. They just need the camera, right? You can let you can make your equipment make money for you while it's not uh, in use. Being used. Yeah. So I, I looked into that before because I actually had the idea to do that. Oh, okay. Um, but then when I saw when I saw that it was this one company who was like, who was like dominating and, and it's, it's, they're really like the only company that's okay. doing it. But I just was like, ah, eh, you know, I'll pass on yeah. it. <laughs> but, but no, it's, but that's definitely a thing. And it's just like getting into rentals. <clears throat> yeah. You know? I told my husband, so my husband is in the middle of finishing his music studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, that's nice, by the it, way. Thank you. He's doing, I, mean, I say thank you because I paint it too, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I paint it. Uh-huh. I sang some boards, so I get to thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's got a vocal booth in there. He's got a whole situation, and like, and I asked him, I said, are you considering having people come here to like rent the space like mm-hmm. mix master for them or maybe not maybe they bring their own engineer with them mm-hmm. but they just need a studio space because it's in our home again much like your podcast studios in our home he's mm-hmm. like i don't know but he's thinking yeah. about it you yeah. know it's something to think about that thing look nice so yeah you put it on peer space yeah or craigslist wherever facebook marketplace yeah somebody liable to somebody wants the people always want to lay down people. 16 yeah and, and that's that's something that i have learned over the past few years it's like the most 
not, it's not even crazy, but the the thing that you would think that mm-hmm. people wouldn't want. Yes. There's somebody out there, out in this area or world, mm-hmm. searching literally for that thing. Affordable rent. I mean, a, affordable studio space. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because I can't afford the one in D.C. or yeah. Virginia at the big, large commercial yeah. space. And it's a lot, you know, because it is. It's a lot of money for a reason, right? But. And everybody has to start from somewhere. Everybody got to start from somewhere. So everybody's always looking my bar for what you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I need somewhere to put these bars yeah, down, okay? Yeah, but yeah. people got to hear them. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a thing. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, he's, um, I think right now it's really, so his family is a very musical family. So I think he's just doing it for his family at this moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you never know. I guess we'll see. You never know. Yeah, so today you have learned that not only, when you think about your expenses, right, don't just try, like eliminate them if you can, mm-hmm. right? Please eliminate them if you can. But my my thought is that most people don't keep around expenses that they could just easily eliminate, mm-hmm. right? Because if you could have, my thought is you probably already would have. Yeah. So then the next thought is if you can't eliminate it, how do you make it efficient? How do you make it work for you mm-hmm. and bring in more money? So, you know, rather that's if you I don't know, I'm about to speak on things that are out of my lane. But like if you have a clothing company and you are silk pressing designs or if you I don't know how that works. Like if you have the machine, can you silk press for other people? Right. You bought the machine. Yeah, people do that all the time. Yeah. silk press for other people. If you're embroidering things and you're embroidering patches, can you put them patches somewhere else? Like mm-hmm. whatever it is that you can do to help, you know, eliminate your costs. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. And that's even I think back to the episode that we did with Crystal, um, Mm -hmm. Ghost Kitchens, what those are about. You know what I mean? It's cost sharing. It's like, how could we eliminate Mm -hmm. the cost of running an entire kitchen? You share that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so many ways, so many ways. But, you know, we're all about stream chasers. So, giving you all different things to think about, whether that's Mm -hmm. the one business, expanding, Mm -hmm. Or drilling down to make it more efficient. Exactly. Exactly. And even on your... So let's say you work a nine to five and you've learned a particular skill set at your nine to five. So I would go back to like Kim's episode or Reese's episode, right? Reese learned her... The the ability to write government proposals at her nine to five. And then she flipped that and made it a side business, right? And that's just being efficient you have the skill right so if you've learned something on your nine to five that's valuable somewhere Mm -hmm. else take it flip it use it and chico when he was here on his episode he gave a great quote y'all need to tap into that episode but he said there's a million dollar business in every every day job yeah which is true and you don't believe me just think about this real quick like she just gave you example for something that was you know i mean it takes some time years to, to, to learn how to do contract writing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's like secretary. Oh, yeah. Or admin assistant. Uh-huh. Answering phones. Whatever. The virtual secretary thing business is and booming. be a virtual assistant. And they booming. And let me tell you something. As soon as I find the right one, I'm hiring because I need one. Yeah. And then you scale that up. You do it first. You get a couple clients. They tell somebody. You put a referral program in. Now you're hiring somebody. Not even here. You can hire somebody foreign because it's virtual to cut your overhead because the facts are the facts. If you hire me, <laughs> I'm used to living in PG County and dealing yeah. with PG County expenses. Uh-huh. I'm going to want a certain amount of money mm-hmm. for my work. Mm-hmm. 
the world is different in different areas, someone mm-hmm. in Pakistan might not need that same type of money. Or even somebody in Montgomery, Alabama. So Montgomery, Alabama. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like Kentucky. cost of living is yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> so I I would agree. Like the virtual assistant thing is that's but a that's a real one. Whatever you are doing literally right now at your job. Security, you physical security, sitting at the desk, man in the desk all day, light bulb. Start your own security. Yep. And you have the resources right in front of you to kind of you can it would not be if I was your supervisor and you were doing physical security. If you started asking me about how I do my job, right, how I staff the place, how I this is that I'm just going to take it as you being an ambitious employee and you want to know more. So you have the resources right around you to learn more about the thing, learn more about whatever's going on, learn the ins and the outs. Like this is why I love our podcast because again, like all our guests, so we, we choose our guests strategically. One because we, they're dope, they're they're doing the things, killing it in their game, you know, in their industry. But it's like they've also have great backstories. But you just hit on something because if y'all checked out Cardo's episode, DMV Computer Man, oh yeah, he hit on what Candace just said when he, but when he first started off at jobs, he was a car salesman. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And then he went on to get into the e-waste business. But he said on both of those jobs, he was hired to do a job. one thing, <laughs> a job. But when you get in there, it's like that hustle mentality. Yeah, I want to know what you do, uh-huh. how you do it, yep. and what do you do? I might not even have no um, interest in doing what you do, but I know. So now it makes me more valuable so I can step out. And yep. do whatever. And you see this a lot in the government world. Mm-hmm. Um, IT, for for example. So, like, you might be a, a, sysadmin, a, a systems administrator, you know, changing passwords, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, making sure access is all right for people. But then when they're in the meetings, at an IT meeting, they're listening and knowing what this uh network engineer is talking about mm-hmm. they might not know it yep but they at least they're 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 in tune with what they're talking about right so then what happens if they're fed 20 years go by whatever then they retire and you see this all the time yeah they come back with their they they said they retired y'all throw this big retirement party <laughs> for them then they come back a year later with this company called I'm here, IT, LLC, uh-huh. and now they bid it on the same contract uh-huh. for a million plus dollars yep. doing all these IT services, but they only focused in one, but they learned the game mm-hmm. and built a relationship. So it's like stuff like that. Like it's so many opportunities out here. It really is. You just got to kind of um, be in tune and keep your, I don't know, keep your ear to the street, but really like pay attention to what's going on around you. You know, business is really all about the the idea of solving the problems of other people. So somebody out there has an unmet need and it's really about meeting those needs. Now, rather you find that need to be, you know, that of some people create, let me back up and say some people create the need to be met, AKA Mm -hmm. Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. 
we didn't have no problem going to the store before Amazon. People mm-hmm. went to the store. You had complaints about it, but you went, you waited, mm-hmm. you sh- or you shopped on even at the beginning of shop online. You shop, you wait five to seven business yeah. days, you get your things yeah. in the mail, whatever, right? But Amazon said no. The people want their things faster. They want to buy everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and he created <laughs> he created a need mm-hmm. that now the people have to have it, right? Like, yeah. and so, but generally speaking, business is the idea of meeting someone's unmet needs, and it doesn't have to be a swath of people. That's why I give the Amazon example. Mm -hmm. It does not have to be a million people. It really only needs to be a few consumers that have this need. And if you can meet that need of that small pool of people, that can be a profitable business. Like there Mm -hmm. are uh, people talk about it, I think, on the Instagram reels all the time. At least I see it. I don't know what y'all be seeing because, you know, these things are be be specialized. (laughs) But I see on my Instagram reels, people talk about niche businesses a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the idea of creating a business or answering a business need that is very, very specific. Mm -hmm. Like you're not Amazon. I don't do everything and you don't try to do everything. You do Mm -hmm. your thing. So Mm -hmm. for example, go stretch is assisted stretching Mm -hmm. right now. That's what they do. They don't do physical therapy. They don't do all the things. Now is Mickey a doctor of physical therapy? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. But right now she does assisted stretching and is meeting the needs of a very specific consumer. Mm -hmm. Because when you find that very specific consumer, oftentimes they are willing to pay much more to get their very specific need met. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. But I was just even looking because like how you got your glasses is like there's somebody out there who probably has like the... um, I don't know, not the frames, but like the little side piece. Oh, uh, like yeah. The part to go over your ear. Oh, yeah, this but part. But it's like, yeah, but it's uh-huh. like somebody, it's probably a company out there that specializes in only making like custom, yeah. creative ones the where you arms. can exchange yeah. them and you want them to match your, this your outfits uh-huh. or stuff like that. But it's like literally. It's a business for, there is a business for everything. Yeah. And it's really about tapping into, fi- tapping into your market, like finding your market and making sure that they know that you exist. And That's then to Candace's point, and then you can scale up. So then it's like tapping right. into the niche. So it's like with us, and I never want to steal Mickey's thunder. Shine. Yeah, her shine. We gonna let her come on here, yeah, steal her own shine. <laughs> but it's like tapped into, like like Candace mm-hmm. said, we didn't want to be no physical therapy mm-hmm. or whatever. It's assisted stretching. Mm-hmm. Then over time, and when said this, she would never start a business or or offer. Um, something if someone never asks for it oh yeah or whatever but then when people are coming for assisted stretching then you start getting a whole lot of inquiries about well the doctor my my primary care said i need to go to physical therapist will you just take me yeah then over time you just start getting that and getting Mm -hmm. that and then it's like well shoot they want it Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. But and then that's how you see these large, large companies, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, yeah, it seems like they have everything, but it's like y'all don't know where these it large, is. large companies started from yeah. either. Amazon used to sell books, yeah, textbooks, yeah. That's it. You remember that? Yeah, I that was do. so long I ago. Do. It feels like a lifetime and ago. Like, like it was, it was a huge thing. Like when the Kindle first dropped, yeah. It was like, oh, that's the electronic thing. Yeah, it's not an iPad, but it's but the it's thing the where you read books. Yeah. yeah. And like that was a thing, and when eBay used to have what is it called half dot com or something like that. I don't even know. Oh about yeah, that. it was like buying your textbooks at half off or whatever. Oh. It was like a whole thing, but they were competing against Amazon, oh. who was only doing books. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. a thing. So you know, they didn't start being Amazon. They started at books only, and then mm-hmm. they, you know, oh, people yeah. ask for more things. Yeah, and that's how you grow. And before you know it, you gotta your what is the word? You're saying a profit. Yes. 
of a million plus dollars. Because that's what you want. <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah. The Reven- sales- you want good revenue, but you really want that profit. You really do. Like, it's nice to see nice revenue numbers, but like, if your revenue numbers is a million dollars, but your expenses is 999000 you claim $1 a year, it's like, you doing this for fun. <laughs> and if you're not in business, just think about it from your personal. If you, uh, if you see your check. Yeah. And it's like, dang, I got... I made twenty four hundred uh-huh. two weeks, but it's like I have nothing to show for this twenty four hundred. Yes, because it's all out the window. Literally on all every bill, all the bills. Then you gonna start it's cutting back. It's, the, it's same the same thing. thing. You say, okay, same what thing. need to go? This credit card need to go. I need to switch. I need to switch up cell phone providers because Verizon is too expensive. Right. Netflix I need to do or whatever. I need to. I'm only watching Netflix and Hulu, so this cable can go. Mm-hmm. Like all of those, like just shrinking down on your expenses. That's exactly the same thing that we talked yeah. about here. Yeah. So yeah, so you got a lot of different topics you know within the business things that would definitely help you on y'all journeys yeah i hope so and you know soon kayla and i will uh be back to give you the grand opening of go stretch and to tell you about this workshop and we'll be giving you lessons learned yeah. from both of those yeah on the back sure. side for sure for sure we almost there i'm tired but we almost there okay yep, yep. and yours is coming sooner than it's that. coming yeah, but so I, like i said yeah, i might so. postpone it we gonna say the 22nd for now <laughs> but it's looking like it might get postponed to june we'll see okay. what happens sounds good yeah sounds and when good. is your what is your whole date i'm not putting a date out there <laughs> like i understand we signed, we signed that lease in march okay negotiated for like you know a couple months yeah so because i originally thought man i was way off like i remember when i did my calendar and my friend was joking because I'm, I'm a project manager by like okay by like date my day job uh-huh. so i'm very like organized and like scoping everything out uh-huh and i and i even built in buffers okay reserves like the whole nine in my uh-huh. schedule and i had me being done at like april 20th oh. the whole thing okay here we are in may yeah <laughs> and and it's, I can tell y'all now, Candace asked me a date. It's not going to be in May. Okay. <laughs> so, there it is. So I can just put that out there You heard now. the man say, it ain't going to be this month. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be in May. So, um, okay. So, yeah. So it just, we'll things see. happen. Yeah, things happen. They, <laughs> things they literally happen. just happen. But it's good. Lessons learned. So when you mm-hmm. open a second location, you know what you're getting yourself into. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's how, you, so my thing is, I tell Mickey, document everything. Oh, okay. Like, even because, who knows, the plan might be to franchise. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Which, we had a client this morning said something about franchising. Okay. That had that money. Okay. Like, ready. Mm -hmm. He was like, we're not ready. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like You need to get Jaime back on the line. Yeah, he's like. It was her name, Jaime, right? Her name is Jamie. 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 I don't know why I want to call her Jaime. Get Jamie back on the line. Yeah. And say, hey, sis. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. But, um, you know, but it's like. When you are, um, and I'm not trying to take us too far off the path, but it's like when you are franchising, when you're going through that process, they want to know every Everything. expense because it needs to be uniform. Right. So it's like you had these door handles. What did that door handle cost? cost right. Y'all, y'all have this type of reception desk. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the same? So it's like you literally need all those receipts so you can go back and like document like, well, I know if you want to open one. All your equipment is going to cost or range at least from this to the 10,000 to whatever, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And for the things that you guys already had in the space, 
um, you could get somebody to come and spec it out, how much it would have cost yeah. if they had to do it from scratch. Uh, right, right, right. Because when we do the next locations, I'm just going to put it in atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be store, true storefront. Oh, okay. Where it'll be in the shopping center and right. that whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Today. Okay, <laughs> today. So I hope y'all are going to take this, take some notes, go back, look at your, if you don't have QuickBooks or Excel, if you're not running a program, you need to be running a program because you can't track expenses if you don't know what they are. If you mm-hmm. just run, my first year of business, I was just running out to Michael's and just holding just on the receipts, living. just living, yeah. just out here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Literally just out here. I tried that before. And then you realize that the receipts be fading. Yes. So by they're the like, they the like year, time like, sensitive or something. Yeah. It's like, it's, I think that's a 23 or a 29. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know what that's about. These new receipt papers do not last. Yeah. But anywho, just I was out here with the new kids say just vibes. Uh-huh. That's yeah. just vibes, okay? <laughs> so don't be like me, okay? Go get yourself, even if it's just like Excel or even just a Word document, just mm-hmm. typing down or using your phone when you go to the store, writing mm-hmm. down what you're buying and how much it's costing you so that in your head you can start to run numbers or somewhere else you can start to look at numbers and see what really is making sense. Sometimes people be running businesses that literally don't make money because they haven't written it down so you Mm -hmm. don't even know that you're running in the red by five dollars every time you do something yeah and just um something that i found beneficial um for me and this includes like goes for all entrepreneurs because you're trying to write all business expenses and i used to be so against it until Mm -hmm. this process started but when you check out and they ask, do you want print copy or email? Mm-hmm. Now I do email only oh, okay. because that way I know I have it stored. Oh, Before yeah. I was always opposite. Like, give me my print yeah. so I can store it. And if I need to bring it back, I ain't got to dig through email. But I found now mm-hmm. because I'm trying to, I have to go back and, you know, look at all my documentation. Now you ain't got to worry about it fading. Just, yeah, just give it to me. Email that's nice, clean, yep. you know, the whole nine. Good idea. So make sure you're writing down your expenses. You can't you can't come up with efficiencies if you're not already being efficient. Mm-hmm. It's just it is what it is. So write your things down. Find your space. Find where you can make some changes. If you think you got an idea about where to make some changes, but you're not really sure, shoot it over to Kaylin. <laughs> Yeah, you can send me a DM. <laughs> yeah, shoot but, it over to Yeah, game. anyway, just, just reach out to us. Yeah. Like Stream Chases inbox or my inbox. Just yeah. on suggestions for the show, the whole nine. Exactly. You know, we like to hear from y'all. We do. So you find us on the socials at stream.chases on the Instagram. We're at Stream Chases on YouTube. Uh, www.streamchasers.work because Stream Chasers do the work every time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, You can find us on Spotify and Mm -hmm. Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and all the places where the podcasts live. Yep. And real quick, if you made it to this point of the episode and if you're on any of those platforms... Go ahead and hit the review button or the subscribe oh, button. Oh, yeah. True, true. Might as well do it. Might <laughs> <mine> as well. Because <laughs> clearly you like the content. Exactly. Might as well. Um, and so we appreciate y'all hanging in there today and just having a small chat with us. All right? Okay. And with that. Just got paid. Just got paid. <laughs>